You are listening to episode 176 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Well, hi, everyone. How are you? I am Danielle Tienel. I'm your host of the Peaceful Mind Podcast, and I am so happy you are here. I will tell you that I am so super excited and also a little bit scared of this episode that I'm recording. So it's a little bit different um, in that I don't have any points written down. I don't have any steps, tips, or strategies for you. And so this is going to be a total off-the-cuff episode. And I don't know if this will be sound run-on or if it won't be interesting to you and all, but I'll just tell you why I'm doing this episode with no kind of plan. And that is because of two things. One, from something that my own kind of client brought up to me. And then two, something a mom who is just entering my world, just getting a little bit to know me. I have, um, maybe that's how you met me, but I do have this quiz out there on Facebook and Instagram that's called, What is Your Catholic Mom Personality? And I made it in fun, but I also made it where it's very strategic and that I do offer help in the answer that comes from it. But when you when you are a participant in that quiz and then you get some emails from me, there's one email that asks you to fill out a survey. And the survey is literally like market research for me that I am able to, if a mom answers it, I'm just kind of asking them like, what are you struggling with in your mom life right now? And what would you want to be different And then I ask them if there's anything else that they would want to learn from me. And I do this because I want to create content that is super relevant to all of you and that's hitting you where you are in your busy mom life right now. And I got back um, one of these surveys where one of the moms said, I'm just going to read it to you. Let me pull it up here. She said, when I said, is there anything specific you want to learn to me? She said, I'm really curious what you have to say on all of these points and struggles that I'm having in motherhood, which if she stays in my world, she'll definitely hear aspects and she could go back and go through the catalog of podcast episode. And I'm sure that I've touched on something that is totally relatable to her. But she said she wanted to know more about my story. So she must have read the About Me page on my website, which gives you a little snippet. And I mean, it tells you the gist um, because she said that I said that I got sick and it sounded like that that turned into a blessing in disguise. So I'm figuring she read that on the website and that is true. But she was like, can you share more about that? Can you share about the realization you had about your priorities and changing it? And so between that and then a client this week, there was something where, oh, where we were talking about how she, with her work with me, she's now thinking, I might want to become a coach. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. It's amazing. But one thing we talked about is that you, as a coach, this is definitely myself included, that you then want to be a product of your product. And that means like I regularly hire and have my own coach to help me navigate things as well. So I don't just ask others and tell others that your life will exponentially be better when you learn what I have to share and that you have the support, accountability, and um, guidance of a life coach. And so she also had said, like, I don't know what my story is. And I said that we all kind of have our own story about 
how we want to, um, or what brought us to us coaching. And so with those two things kind of happening in my world, it tells me like, okay, well maybe, because I never know, maybe this would be interesting to my listeners to really hear what got me here today. And I will tell you that the reason why I'm a coach is because everything that I teach others, I was taught and it transformed my life exponentially in so many positive ways. And that is what now I'm called to not keep all of this secret and to serve. And I have chosen that the avenue I do that is through an online life coaching business. Um, I just thought that I... It might be interesting since two people asked for it, that there might be three or four or someone else, or maybe there's just those two and they'll listen to the podcast and they'll be happy. But I thought that I would just tell you a little bit about my story, a little bit more expanded. And, but most of all, what I want you to kind of hone in is the transformations that took place in all of the decisions that I made to get to where I am today. Um, all right. So that's kind of what I have in mind. So I, I'm like, I'm even trying to think, cause again, I don't have points where I want to take you back to how it all started. And what comes to mind is the, the place to start is to just, first of all, to let you know that I was born into the Catholic faith, uh, baptized as a baby, and that I have always been Catholic and have always felt like I've had a really strong connection to my faith and in particular the Catholic Church. So I haven't really had a time where I would look back and say that it was not something that was a main uh, pillar to my life and what was really what I think is just that grounding, anchoring thing that has helped me um, and that I navigate to. So first and foremost, that is the most important part of who I am. But I also, and I'll just take you and start to the late 90s, so I can, uh, I, there's no secret that I tell you that I am 48 years old right now. So in the late 90s, when I was in my early 20s, I was very interested in self-help, in self-help um, concepts and, uh, books, but I did watch the Oprah Winfrey show. Now, again, I would keep my faith and my beliefs as, uh, the anchor, but I loved learning what the self-help world had to offer as far as looking at, the bright side and the the positive and 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 things that would help you feel better about yourself. Um, and so, just to tell you that that's I liked watching the Oprah Winfrey episodes, mostly probably the later ones. I would say <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if I watched any of like the earlier ones. I mean, this was literally just what was on TV during that time. Uh, when we didn't have Netflix, and I don't think, no, I didn't have cable at that time or anything like that, but it was just kind of on after work or, you know, anyways. There was an episode that I remember watching that had two life coaches on it. And I just remember um, that the two life coaches now I know who they are. I didn't at the time. It was Martha Beck and Cheryl Richardson. And they were on the show. And there was just something about watching the show and what they were telling and the the people on the stage or the people who were, you know, the guests and, and things that it just resonated with me. I don't know at the time that they were actually, you know, life coaching and life coaching them, but I just remember watching the the relief in the other people from what they got from the life coaches and I just thought about applying what they said to my life and I liked how I felt and what they said and it made sense to me and resonated. And there was something that shifted in me that day or now that what I, how I like to say is it was planted. 
a seed was planted that day. Because all I did, the only action I took from watching that episode was I went and bought, and I'm not sure or remember how, we do remember this bookstore we have here in town that I remember, I probably drove there and bought the books. Um, But I bought their books. Martha's was called Finding Your Own North Star, Claiming the Life You Were Meant to Live. And the other one was from from Cheryl Richardson was called Take Time for Your Life. You can see Take Time for Your Life and Claiming the Life You Were Meant to Live. You can see now in like kind of envision how that I was attracted to that. Um, And I bought those books and I read them and I, I felt better and thought that I was learning and probably applied some of these things and got some better results in my life at the time. So that's kind of what I remember in my mind at where this, this seed in my heart was planted. And I do think it was planted by God that I really liked life coaching. Okay. So that's sort of that's just a very important part of my story for me to remember and tell you like that aspect. And then at the same time here in the late nineties and then the early two thousands, my career at the time is I was a professional ballet dancer. So this is what my job was. And you could, you can imagine that there is some like negativity associated with that career in, in the regards of, I mean, for me, it was a totally positive experience. I loved my dancing career and, um, but as far as a negative where you are, you know, you're always just kind of taking self-criticism, but in a way to make your technique better. And then there's just the day in and day out of working closely with people like that. And I I think this is true in any job, really. So I'm not even sure why I'm even talking about how ballet or a ballet dancer would be different. I think it's in every workplace where you're just around people and your personalities and and you've got tendency for there to be like complaining and wishing things were different or changing. But I, at that time, in reading these books, um, I especially came across Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking. And I've mentioned on the pos- uh, on the podcast before that this book, besides the Bible, I would say, has been the most impactful book on my life. But notice the title, The Power of Positive Thinking. Now, as a coach, I know, and, and and here, as I tell you the power of our thoughts, I am a huge component of positive thinking. But at now, as a coach and all my experience and all that I know, I am not one to understand that the goal is for us to think positive all the time or feel positive all the time. So let me just put that little caveat in there. But when I'm telling you about my story, this book vitally shift my brain and I started being more conscious of when I was complaining and criticizing and speaking negatively to myself or other people. And this book had me refocusing and redirecting my brain to to think positively. And it's that time as a dancer, as I read kind of self-help books and was in this time of my life where I, you know, I wasn't a mom yet. And I wasn't having all these other things pull. So I really had a lot of time, right, to do work on myself. Um, So I, I took this book and these concepts and I started applying them to that to my dancing career. And I started to see shifts immediately. I would control my mind more while I was on stage. I would be focusing on the positive of performances instead of what I messed up on. I wouldn't allow myself to look that perhaps I didn't have that much of a career left or what was I going to do after, or this has been my life since I was five. I started being like, no, there is so much more to this world and life. And so when it's my time to go, like God created me for more than just this and that shift in my in coming to these concepts was was so vital okay it it was really impactful so that 
is something that I wanted to share. And so uh, at the beginning of the 2000s, I uh, then retired from the stage. I did set, I was married at this time, and I set out to uh, be a mom. That was something that I wanted to, I knew that was on the horizon. And I also knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Now, I did, after I left the stage, I did do other jobs. And then when I did get pregnant, God gave me two babies at once. So I was pregnant with twins in 2004, and I did, I did stay home. I stayed home, um, had another baby, and well, that baby just turned 16 recently. (laughs) So we are um, just getting some perspective here. So I stayed home for years. I stayed home for years until the 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 creeping in that came that I was just like, I just needed a little bit more. I needed a little something, something that was like outside of um of my mommy life. And oh, oh, this was something I wanted to um to also bring back. Um so here this is the part where it's not like really succinct that I'm jumbling around a little bit, but I think it's it's kind of a fun antidote. But while I was reading those books and doing work on myself and and opening myself to new thoughts and concepts and the power of positive thinking, again I was with in the dance world. But at that time, I sort of became a little bit of a magnet for the other workers who realized they're like what's going on with you, Danielle? Like they were attracted and a little magnetized to like my positive attitude and my happy demeanor and my, my outlook and thoughts about things. So much so that I was given the nickname life coach. I, I just, when I think back to that now, when I only had that that one Oprah episode that kind of gave me an, a door to life coaching and then these books, but for them to give me that name, it to me, it, it must mean that when they were around me, there was something about how I was or the information I was giving them that made them feel powerful, made them feel that things were positive, I mean, possible for them. And then also, yeah, like they felt more positive. And so for that, I kind of chuckle because I know, I know what the end story is. I know what the whole story is. And I just chuckle and just think about our amazing God, because I do believe that I am doing his work right now, that I was called, that I was meant to be a life coach and that I've asked him to use me and the gifts that he created me for. And I just think about him knowing the whole plan and just thinking about me watching that episode and then them calling me life coach. And it just makes me smile that he knew that this is how it was going to be the whole time. But there were other things for me to do and go through in order to get to where I am today. So now I'll I'll go back to just the time when I'm a, a... a mom with three young kids. I was about to say I was a young mom with three young kids, but um, I like to think that I still am a young mom. I just happen to have three teenagers uh, right now. But I was looking for something outside, and so I did. I ended up being um, a Pilates instructor, ended up running my own Pilates business, and I did so when the kids were in school. But I want to say that there was that chunk of life that right then from about 2004 until I'm going to say 2017, maybe 2017. So you can see a big chunk where I was like all in the throes of a busy mom life. You know, I was raising my kids and doing all the things and and the home and taking care of it. And and during that time, I was having outside business. And then there was a few other things that I like dabbled in. And at some point early when the kids were, um, when they were young and, and in probably, I would say, I don't know, before 2010 for sure, (laughs) somewhere in there. If I'm kind of giving you a timeline, my girls were born in 2004. I met um, or not, I had already known a friend of mine, Connie. 
I'll, I'll tell you her name. Um, she had become a life coach. And I didn't know it until we like talked at some point and she said that she became a life coach. And I remember hearing her and I was just like, oh, and it like sparked something in me. It was that whole like remembering the whole Oprah thing. And it's kind of like I forgot in those years of the kids being young. I kind of forgot about that little seed that was in my heart. And when she mentioned she was a life coach, she had just gotten certified. And just like I did, she then wanted to practice and like practice on some, some people. And she's like, will you like, let me life coach you. And I was like, sure. Yeah, no, no problem. That would be fun. And so, and I tell this story in, in my new book, which, um, again, that that's coming, that's coming later. (laughs) But, um, when I met Connie, we met at a Whole Foods. Okay. We met at a Whole Foods and I remember sitting at the table and I didn't know what to expect. And I also didn't have this like overwhelming feeling like that I knew that anything was super wrong with my life at all. Like I'm sure that my positive outlook thought that things were all pretty well and I felt really blessed and that kind of thing. And so I sort of didn't, I thought like, well, I don't really know. I don't really know what my problems are, I guess was a little bit um, how it was. But it didn't matter. She was so loving and calm. And she just literally was like just asking me a few questions, just the things that I do now with my clients. Like, let me do the heavy lifting and you just come. And this is how I know, like, um, I'm trained to be able to help you. And this is how it was with my experience with Connie. And at that point, I at first couldn't find anything, but then I it came because there's always something, right? Something where we could grow in level of satisfaction. And at this point, she asked me, you know, if is there anything that you just, you know, are challenged with or struggle with? And I was able to open up to her about my disdain for cooking, for cooking meals for being at home and being the one responsible for all the things plus a good meal. And then, of course, I layered on it must be healthy and it must be made from scratch and it must be waiting when my husband comes home from dinner, uh, from work. And, you know, but of course, there was all that leading up to it that I also didn't enjoy planning it, going to the grocery store with three young kids. Um, Anyways, I'm going because I'm not really sure if this is like too long or too much or too rambly, I'm I'm going to cut to the chase and just say that Connie opened my mind up to the possibility that those thoughts I was having about it were optional. My belief that this is what I was supposed to do and that my husband expected it or that this is just what good moms do or moms that stay at home or anything like she really challenged me on that line of thinking. And I just want to sum up by saying that one interaction with Connie was life transforming because my life was never the same after this one interaction with her. When she showed me where I was keeping myself stuck and believing this story I had told myself for years. And I just went home that night and I talked with my husband. And to my amazing surprise, he didn't think any of the things that I thought and actually was had no problem he did of taking over that part, that that task, that responsibility in our um, marriage and for our family. And I will tell you that to this day, my husband is the one who does the grocery shopping and cooking and everything like that. So I just wanted, I couldn't tell my story without telling you the the role that Connie played. And she comes in the, the picture again in that one. And I do believe when I ask you to come to the free life coaching sessions that I offer people, that I always think that I could be your Connie, that you could come there and I could help you see something that will change your life forever. And that's whether you decide to work with me or not. And that gives me um, such 
such joy. And I do believe it's in service of our Lord and that that you then will be a ripple effect in what you um, you learn to help other people in the world. So my whole t- helping mom one mom at a time and one session at a time, it goes back to that interaction with Connie. So from there, I, you know, besides the uh, the transformation I got with with that part of of um my mom life about not having to do the the cooking anymore, I I still stayed in the throes of motherhood, right? So now we're going to fast forward to me just having I guess a ra- maybe around the girls were probably around 13, my son would then be 10, and now we're at the beginning of 2018. And this is when I am working a job outside of the home. I just told you the ages of my kids. So that means that they are in the throes of all of the activities, all the sports, all the math club, all the competitive gymnastics, the dance, the ballet, basketball, soccer, the science uh, robotics club, you name it, they were <laughs> they were doing it. And then uh had a home and I was working outside the home. And then there's your your faith life and there's your friendships. And then my own parents, um, they were they had lived in my city, but the opportunity came for them to move to the house across the street. And but there needed to be renovations made. And when we were doing those renovations, I said, well, we might as well do renovations on our house too, like thinking that that would like save time and money, which exactly did the opposite. But anyhow, what I'm trying to paint the picture for you is that I, like you moms on the other end, had that story that I was, had so much to do and there wasn't enough time. And I was overwhelmed at trying to be good at keeping the house clean and being good at my job for my boss and and making sure I was the one picking up the kids and driving them back and forth. And I didn't miss the permission slip and they had all the, that they needed and new tights for ballet. And when, what was going on this weekend? What, what city were we to go to for the gymnastics competition? And just coordinating all of that. And I'm even just me thinking about it and talking about it right now, I'm just like, geez, You know, no wonder we come and say we're exhausted. And then, oh yeah, remember how I was saying I was doing the renovation? And what happens when you're in that? You are making decisions all the time. You're paying, like, you're you're looking at your budget and you're paying things, but there's like decisions to be made in renovations all the time. And then I saw it that it was going longer than expected. And then there were change orders. So the money was higher than we, you know, I was thinking, and I just was overwhelmed by all of it. And I was, again, I didn't, I wasn't transformed yet through these life coaching tools. So I was totally in victim mode and feeling that life and the circumstances of life were just like bogging me down. And I was complaining about being exhausted all the time. And I was just blaming Blaming my boss, blaming the kids' activities, blaming time, blaming um, the people driving on the streets, blaming the contractors. I kept in that story that if all of those people and things would change, then I would feel better. And there really were those times in motherhood when I was just like, really? I dreamt of being a mom. I prayed to the Lord to to bring me children. He he definitely answered them. He gave me two at once, <laughs> which was like, all right, Lord, because he is such an abundant God. And and so I I just remember this. I dreamt about this, yet I'm failing and falling short and so overwhelmed. And this is not fun. And I'm not enjoying it. And I just beat myself up. Now I know I was beating myself up mentally and emotionally and that I was the cause of it. And I say that now with such joy to know that I was the cause of it. And when when moms first learn this from me, they can feel a little um, attacked or super disappointed. And I was a little disappointed too, finding out that no, Each of us 
are the boss of our brains. Each of us is responsible for what we choose to think about our lives. Each one of us is responsible for how we feel 100% of the time. Our emotional life is directed by us. We're the CEO of it. It's not the contractors, your boss, your the schedule, how much time you have, what the scale says, what your checkbook says, what the what bills come in the mail. It's none of that. You have this God-given power of your brain to utilize in a way that creates the life that you want. And so I was unknown. I didn't know this either. I wasn't listening to podcasts like you are now. I didn't have the information that is literally there of what life coaching has. And so I was all caught up in this. And when you are living a life like this, and then I want to particularly hone in on my job. At the time, the job I was doing was like, it was about networking and things, which is something that I do love to do. I love a people person, but it had to do with a healthcare software company. And it was just not my passion. It was ne- I was never aligned with the job. I was actually sought out and asked because of, probably because of my people skills, right? And my um, positivity and how people feel better around me and how they thought those skills would be amazing in this job. But the job itself, it really did almost suck the life out of me. There was nothing that it was, there was like dread and stuff going to it. And when your life is off like that, that's when I do think it's directly related for me anyway, I can only speak for myself of that. That is when I got sick. And when I tell the story that I got sick, the sickness that I had was the flu. And then I was told, cause I had, I wasn't getting better and I had to go to the doctor again, like 10 days in that that's when they said, well, you also have bronchitis. Now I know that this is post pandemic that I'm talking to you all. And I don't, I want to be sensitive. Then we talk about getting sick. There's the sick where it was like COVID when we didn't know how, and so many people were, were passing, but before COVID came, This is how I got sick, sick enough from the flu and bronchitis that I was forced to be in bed for like two weeks and just really had, couldn't do or move anything. I remember sometimes my mom coming over and I would open my eyes and I would hear her say something. But as I was in that, I, I got to the point where it was just my body didn't really move, but it was just my me and my mind. And then the kids were off to school. And guess what? When I couldn't do anything, guess what happened? Everybody else kind of stepped up. Whereas before I thought I had to be doing all of the things. I had to be doing the one doing everything. Um, or I had to do it my way. And, and I was a perfectionist. So I was trying to do everything and do everything great which was only just exhausting. But when I was sick, guess what? My kids still got to school. They still got fed. They went to their activities. Um, My mom stepped up. My husband stepped up. I'm positive friends stepped up when it came to the kids. I I can't just recall right now. It's kind of like childbirth, how you kind of forget when it's over, how awful it was. But I just remember for me, this time it was awful. But I also, with myself... And my thoughts and the quiet and the stillness, be still and know God. This is when I started realizing that I wanted things to change. I wanted to look at my life different, think about different, that that I wasn't going to just be at the effect of everything that I wanted to make the changes. And if nobody else was going to do it, it was going to be me who had to just draw the line, put my foot down. But the story continues to say, I did get better. I did go back to that job. But the very first day that I went back, I was booting up my computer. I remember this so distinctly. I can see my cubicle. (laughs) My computer was about to boot up 
and show me that beach scene, that w- which is my happy place. And while I waited for the beach scene to appear, that is when the Holy Spirit spoke to me. That is when, kind of like that when I watched the Oprah show and I felt like something was planted in my heart, if it was like a God whisper, that's what this was. Another God whisper that said to me, you need to go home. You need to be at home. Okay. Now I, I did like having something outside of the home and everything, but again, like I knew that something had to change and I knew that this, I knew that this was a God whisper. I knew that this was the Holy Spirit. And so I kind of was like still for a minute and was like, did I just hear that? What was that? I know that was something. And I just kind of, again, sat there and I'm like, I just knew it all became clear. Well, now we're getting to the meat of where what's really getting to me to where I am sitting today. So that was when I did put my notice in and leave my job without like a real plan I went home, except the plan to just reevaluate everything and take some time for myself. And in, I think that was the beginning of 2018. So at this point, was that 2018? I'm trying to think. Yeah, so where I was was that I left that job and I came home, so I didn't have that anymore. We wrapped up the the renovations, you know, some things in itself kind of, kind of got settled, but I decided that I wanted to put my focus on me. Now I am a very huge advocate and teach all of my mamas out there the importance of self-care. And I even go to the extreme of saying, I want you to do extreme self-care, exquisite self-care. And that's what I did. I took time to fill myself up. And the way that that looked like for me was that I decided I was going to take at least an hour. And I know that some of you are not in the same place in your motherhood to be able to do that. So don't use this against you, but take take the, the golden nugget of what you could apply to your life, whatever stage you are in motherhood right now. But I dedicated an hour and sometimes longer Every morning, once the kids were off to school and husband was off to work, um, with Christ. This is when I started reading the Gospels and doing devotionals and meditating and just really, um, just really talk, just talking, journaling, and making sure that I did that first thing. Now, I want to tell you, this whole other time, I was still a practicing Catholic, I was still going to mass and, and doing the sacraments and, and praying, but this was just on a whole nother level. And so for the next few months, when I started doing that, which also included exercising more, and it included having meetups with my girlfriends and, and coffee dates and connecting, I wasn't rushed anymore. I would you know, clean my house at, at leisure. And I would be able to go visit with my parents who just live across the street from me. And I was getting myself so filled up that now I found myself in such service. I would be like on top of things when it came to my husband. Is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything that you would like me to help you with? The same thing with my kids. Anything you guys need? What can I do? But the only way that I got to that point where I was in such in service of my family was only after I plugged up all of the leaks, got unexhausted, started doing things that really lit me up and that I loved and took care of my my men, my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health. I took care of my physical health. And so everything started up-leveling. And it was a beautiful, wonderful time. 
And sometimes I think, why don't you go back there, Danielle? But again, the way we are as human beings, we can only take so much of that until we are humans that are meant to be challenged and to grow and to create and to come up with new stuff. So for me, that came around, let's see, it was like February of that year that I left the job. And then it was a good nine months until now it's coming back to my dear friend, Connie. And her husband called and invited me and my husband out to join them at a hockey game, to have dinner and go to the hockey game. And we said yes. And when we, when I was at that hockey game, I started asking Connie about her life coaching again. I was like, oh yeah, like what's going on with your business and tell me about it and what's it like and everything. And it was at that time that she introduced me to the Life Coach School podcast. So that interaction, when she gave that to me, I then started listening to it. And when I listened to it, and hopefully that's what I have with you in my podcast, that you started hearing and learning things that resonated with your heart, that that made sense to you, that inspired you, that motivated you. And That's what this podcast did for me. And so I was in a place to receive it and to also realize that this was the time, that 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 seed that was planted back at the time with the Oprah, it was time to like harvest it. It was time to, to pick it. I don't know. I'll also say it had grown. Everything had kind of fallen into place and now was the time because at this time, my girls were like entering high school and my mind started to think about that in a few years, they would be gone. And now I'm there. They're they're already off to college now, but I wanted to kind of like prepare a different type of career and have something in place. So through this, I said, I want to get certified as a life coach. I want to as I was listening to that podcast and then I joined a life coaching program, I started learning those coaching tools and I started applying to my life and it was, everything was getting better and I was creating some amazing results. And then after a few months of that, that's when I was like, I have to share these with other people. I have to let other moms know that there's another way. And Instead of just going around and like telling every mom I knew, I wanted to have the actual education and certification behind it to back myself up. And I wanted to learn and practice. And that is why I got certified with the Life Coach School. And that was in 2019. So in 2019, I was certified as a life coach. The whole experience was amazing. And then I did kind of like what Connie did. I started out and I practiced and I, um, you know, as many people that would want to coach until I decided like, what is my like special focus that I want to, um, that I want to focus on when I'm building a coaching practice or business. And you, a lot of you probably don't know this, but, um, I, I knew that I wanted to have a faith-based focus in my business. I knew I didn't want to separate how I helped, who I helped, and have a business that that didn't allow the most important aspect of who I am, which is my faith, to be able to be part of the mix. But I do love to home organize, and I did that for a while as one of my jobs and businesses. So at first... I went on Instagram and I was the Catholic clutter coach. That's right. And and I really think nowadays, I think back that how I totally could have done that. I totally could have stayed that to my focus um, and made it successful. But there was something inside of me that had me just really focusing on the heart of moms. And then because that's who I am and people can relate to that, I market and focus to Catholic moms So I draw in, but basically we know that coaching can help anyone, any human being with a brain and for marketing purposes, for people to kind of already get to know or understand uh, who I am or my approach. 
Um, that's why I speak of it in Christian terms and faith-based terms and Catholic terms. And so I then in 2020 about really honed on on all the aspects that it takes to make it a business. Because besides the art of coaching, the the skill of coaching that I um, gained in the certification and practice, there is so much to do on the business building side. And so just to get you the idea of what's bringing me here today, so then we are in 2023, and I really kind of started in 2019. So I'm in year four. And through that year, it's kind of, it's it's morphed. I got an advanced certification in faith-based coaching. Um, through that certification, um, I am, I work for another coach, helping her and her large membership, but I have, I take on my own clients. And for the first year, you could only work with me one-on-one and then the demand got so much. So then I started seeing, uh, people in a group capacity and still doing some one-on-ones. And through that time, I've just, you know, come up with my own processes that help. I have coached hundreds of moms. We see that we're at 170 plus podcasts that I've started. And yeah, some of those early ones, you could go back. I'm sure I would cringe at them, but I just had to start somewhere. I'm just trying to connect with moms out there who are suffering and who really need what I have to offer. And over the years, I have watched moms say no to themselves or even no to coaching, even if even if they came and they really wanted to, because they're not used to putting, investing in their own self-development, kind of like what I did with watching those shows and reading those books back in the day. But sometimes there's another level of investment. I mean, we have no problem paying for like college education to get a job, yet the investment it takes for us to grow uh, mentally and emotional, I can see moms holding them back from it. That part of gets me sometimes because I want every mom to have what I know is out there for them so that they can have a balanced, peaceful, more joyful motherhood. Um, but so now at this time, it, I guess this is the end of the story. I'm looking at my recording right now and I don't usually have episodes that are this long. Um, maybe you guys are listening and you can put it on double speed <laughs> or something like that if you save time and just need to save time. But where it brings me now is that now I have a, um, I, I coach moms. I help you balance your busy life. I have a one-on-one uh, coaching opportunities. I have a group program called Busy to Balance, and it has recently um, gone to where it is a lifetime access, the lifetime of the program access group so that you join once and you can have ongoing coaching. Um, and then this past year, I have been building a course to help with time management that's called Divine Time, and that will be ready soon. I'm not sure when this podcast is going out, but it's just on its way. Things just, you know, there's lots to uh, to make something like kind of come out and birth it. And um, I've also kind of mentioned here and there that this past year, I wrote a book and that will be available. It's already available on uh, maybe I'll be able to put it in the show notes, but again, by the time that this is uh, gone out, but it's called The Cyclone Mom Method, How to Call Upon Your God-Given Power to Remain Calm, in Control, and Confident as a Busy Mom. And then I also took the first 100 episodes of this podcast and distilled the transcripts down into bite size just kind of powerful treasures of wisdom. And I put that together into a book called The Peaceful Mind Bible for Busy Moms. And I'm working on that and publishing that right now. So, so many amazing things that I have to stop and praise God for. I have to thank Him for 
planting that seed and for being with me on the journey and for introducing me to to Connie and to the Life Coach School and for all the moms that I have met or have entrusted me with their lives and their minds and their hearts, that I realize that none of this would be here if it wasn't um, God's plan and God's will, and I've asked him for his help. And I also just want to give my gratitude for the journey that it took me. It exactly happened how it was supposed to, and that is my story, everyone. (laughs) Um, I cannot let this episode go like to an hour, so I'm gonna wrap up, but I want you to know that if you are listening on the other side, that I have prayed that you, that you're an answer to a prayer because I ask God to connect me with who he thinks is a perfect fit for the offerings that I have and just by being a listener or to connect or if it's some help that in his name, I just ask to be a channel of his peace. And so that leaves me to my curious coach mind saying, I wonder what you all thought about that. Was was there something about it that resonated with you? Um, but to the person who wrote in on my survey, when you say you're curious about me getting sick and how it turned into a blessing and how it made me realize and change my priorities and circumstances and tell you more about that, I hope this episode um, was exactly what you were looking for. And if anyone else uh, was interested, that's kind of how I got to where I am today. So With that, I'm going to just thank you again for being here, especially if you made it to the end of this podcast and for listening. And if you do find that you love what you're hearing here, I would just ask you to share it. That is a wonderful way to get the, the help out in the world to more people, to not keep it to yourself and to go make somebody else's day or somebody else feel better that and that they might feel better after listening to something they heard on the Peaceful Mind podcast. So, all right, listeners, I love you so much, and I will see you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? to really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.